All right. Get it, get it, get it, get it, get it. <laughs> uh, welcome back to the stars. Made me do it. Ten, ten, tarot. Ten, ten, tarot. That's what this episode is called. Ten, ten, tarot. Ten, ten, tarot. Now I get what you were saying. That oh, you I- don't get that I'm just reading what's written on the notes. <laughs> I had it scrolled up so I didn't see the title of the episode, 1010 Tarot. Yes, this episode's coming out on 1010. And we're talking about tarot. And no matter where you are in the world, it's 1010. Yes. Because the reverse day month situation. Yes. I like I got- that. You, you must really enjoy days like that. I really enjoy days like that. I really do. Yeah, that's why like the original wedding date was supposed to be August 8th. 2020 and i'm like eight, i know eight 2020 everybody will show up on the right date yeah. from all countries but whatever there's not a month with 28 days so or 28 you got 828 yeah yeah or 28 8 if you will i like that too moving on 10 10 tarot <laughs> we're talking about tarot today and not only because it's really exciting and we mentioned it but because it's mercury retrograde and i haven't quite gotten my shit together for our libra interviews so they'll be coming. i like this though i, I like think this, this too. was this was fun that we thought of this i don't know if it was last week or what but yeah but it's really yeah. like everything tarot has been coming i put my shirt on i put my tarot shirt on um everything Tarot has been coming up a lot recently and, um, I've been really getting into it as we know. And, um, and it's really associated with the Zodiac signs. Mm -hmm. It's like, they're all associated. And I mean, people who read tarot cards and don't know astrology, that's normal, but it's also like the more that you learn about it, you can learn it through astrology and also for people like me who know astrology better than tarot it really helps me with tarot because i know astrology um Mm -hmm. that's like that's my kind of fallback i'm like well i know it's this because of astrology so blah 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 so yeah Mm -hmm. Um, i keep thinking that you're saying my name every time you go to say tarot because i hear tarot (laughs) and it's like when, when i was in 11th grade we were learning about tariffs in yes. history class or something. And the teacher would keep every time he would say tariff and he had like a booming voice. I thought he was saying my name. I'd look tariff, <laughs> not Tara. <laughs> Tarot, Tara. It's true. It's like, yes. It's weird. It's very, very similar. Mm. You were saying before we started recording that you're going to start spelling your name T A R A T. T is silent. silent. The second T, not the first. <laughs> Uh, okay before we get started Mm. before we get started just a reminder that if you enjoy these ridiculous ramblings at all um it would mean a lot to us if you would rate review and subscribe to you know whatever however you listen to us if it's youtube if it's apple Podcasts, if it's spotify if it's uh google play you know all the things We'd really appreciate it because uh, we like getting the word out. And I realized that um, I should start. I should start like making note of this. We've just been like uh, on the charts in different countries, too. And the latest one that I've been paying attention to is Sweden. And so hello, Swedish listeners. Hello, Sweden. And I have some cousins that are like my Italian cousins that they're half Swedish. So it's like I'm not Swedish, but I'm, I'm kind of related to you. Is it like their relations? I should check. 
Well, it's kind of strange that just like a, a someone we don't know in Sweden would be listening. No, we have these like random countries that pop up that it's really cool. Like we had Poland, we had um, uh, we've had Australia, we've had the mm. UK. Yeah, we've had lots of random fun countries. So um, by random, I mean random, not being French in the United States, I'm not calling you a random country, just neither one that we're recording from. So. If you like these ridiculous ramblings at all, it would be very much appreciated if you could rate, review, subscribe, or at least like spread the word. Tell some more people about some two silly cousins who like talking about uh, astrology things and today tarot things as well. Tara? Tarot? Okay. So basically, I'm going to do what my ridiculous Gemini Mars does best. I'm going to take over chatting like a crazy person and you're going to interrupt me. I'm going to interject when I don't know what the hell you're talking about. And when I just have a question or if I just have a little side note on something that pops into my head and I want to say it, I I won't let you, I won't let you go on for too long. Good. Good. I need that self-check. I need it. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. So we're talking about tarot. And mm-hmm. we are, I did say tarot for the longest time. And if you say tarot cards, I mean, we all start somewhere, but it is tarot. <laughs> you know, I didn't learn that it was tarot until I saw that movie with Scarlett Johansson and Hugh Jackman. Oh, it's escaping me now. Prestige? No, no. The other one. <laughs> the one, oh, um, no. The Woody Allen one where... She's like a journalist and there's no. the tarot, the tarot killer is it? it's like a mystery. It's like a murder oh. mystery with slight romance. It was silly. It was, it was a very silly movie. Okay. And that's where you learned the pronunciation where they were saying it tarot. And I was like, are they saying it so stupid? <laughs> the tarot cards. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, tarot. Uh, they've been uh, around forever. And Mm -hmm. I was like reading a little bit of the history of it, but I'm just a lot of it's escaping me now. A lot of it does come down to Italy and France. Um, So, I mean, like tarot, though, is a French word, right? Yeah. And there is also Mm -hmm. a jeu de tarot, like a a tarot card game. Jeu means game. So like jeu. mm -hmm. Not (laughs) like je m'appelle game, I call myself. Je, does that je, 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 yeah, je, je, what am I saying? I game, I game. Tara, just raise your eyebrows if you're not watching. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, but yeah, the, it is a French word and they have a card game and it's like, it's a really cool card game. It's complicated, but it literally has every single card from like a divination tarot deck, but it's just in a card form like a playing game form and when I first came to France and Guillaume would be like oh yeah my brother's with his friends playing tarot tonight and I was like nice okay (laughs) Guillaume's brother's a little bit into divination I like this and then I was like this happens often enough that I kind of don't think it's what I think it is and it was not and it's just like if you were to say we're gonna play like um What's a like uh, I don't know Egyptian rat screwer? That's I don't know. I can't think of any yeah, other some, card whatever games. card game. Yeah, but um, anyway, in the corner. It's uh, I don't know that one, but oh, it's so fun. 
Yeah. I like Kings in the Corner. Yeah, it's a good one. Oh, I thought you said Pigs in the Corner. I think I have heard of Kings in the Corner. Kings. There's no pigs in a deck of cards. Did I mention you should rate, review, and subscribe to this bullshit? <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm just like, we have not even touched on the subject yet. It's fine. Oh, um, yes. French word. So there are, it's like a divination tool. So it's, you know, people will say like, it's fortune telling and whatnot. And like, in a way it is, but in a way it's also like, it's like a physical thing that you can be like, my gut instinct, my intuition is telling me this. And here it is on the picture on the card, kind of affirming what it is that I already feel. So Mm. um, there's 78 cards in every tarot deck. And like, if you've heard of like Oracle decks too, those are all different. There's no Oracle deck that's the same, but every classic tarot deck is the same. They might have different like artist pictures and um, illustrations and everything. And sometimes they change like the names, they'll be like um, emotions instead of cups, but it's all the same. There's 78 cards and they all are the same. So um, I guess if you've never gotten into this before, and this is totally new, and I promise it's very Zodiac associated, but if you've never gotten into it before and you've just played normal cards and you know, like a normal deck of cards, it's, there's like part of the deck of tarot cards. that's exactly the same as a deck of cards. So instead of, uh, clubs in a deck of cards, you would have wands in a tarot deck. I'll show you, I will show you. Here you go. If you're watching. So like the regular deck of cards Mm -hmm. came first. Mm, I don't know that. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I wonder. I do know cards. Yeah. History of cards. I know that like that people do divination with playing cards, especially like Mm -hmm. as a way to seem inconspicuous they'd be like oh it's just playing cards but then it's like divination especially ladies and like tea parlors and mm. such yeah so for a regular deck of cards yeah um the clubs would be would be wands and then the uh hearts would be cups and then uh, spades would be swords if you're watching this i'm showing pictures and then um diamonds would be pentacles and sometimes pentacles in a deck are also known as like coins or discs. So, um, so it's like four suits. You have four suits in a normal deck of cards. You have four suits in a tarot deck. They are wands, cups, swords, and pentacles. So the thing that's important though, is that like, just like a regular deck of cards, you have all of those, but then you, and they're called like the minor arcana we'll talk about that the minor arcana cards and they're like they do they are associated with signs but more so they're associated with elements and then there's 22 additional cards that are really important and what most people think of when they think of tarot and we'll talk about that they are the major arcana so minor arcana major arcana arcana means secrets so secrets um So we'll get into that. Uh, But for the minor arcana, the wands, like I showed you before, wands are fire, cups are water, Hmm. swords are air, and pentacles are earth. 
So when you're learning these things, like you can learn all of those, you can learn the qualities of what wands are. You could learn the qualities of what cups are, but essentially they like are equivalent to the fire, water, air, and earth qualities. So if you already know those because of astrology, even better. So everything like fire is everything wands is going to be like inspiration, fast moving. Uh, anything cups is going to be very emotional. Anything swords is going to be very mental and anything earth is going to be very like tangible and value and worth like that. So, okay, cool. So you have the each correspond to an element and yeah. also to another, uh, you know, ace heart club diamonds. Um, do the numbers, they go up to 10 mm-hmm. and then you have, all right, I'll let you continue. <laughs> so you have one to 10 of wands, cups, swords, pentacles. Yes. And just like okay. in, um, in regular cards, you would, you'd call the one an ace. You would say the ace of pentacles and it goes all the way up to 10. And then, um, you have the court cards. What? Wait, wait, wait. So is like a 10 of cups. Is that like a super emotional card? Yeah. It's actually one of the best to consider one of the best cards, uh, in the, in the tarot deck. It's, it's like the happy family card. Cause it's like such emotional fulfillment. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So would a one of cups be like lack of emotional fulfillment? It's like, (laughs) (laughs) like the ace of cups is like the beginning. It's the beginnings, like ones are beginnings. So there's also like numerology comes into play. We should do a numerology episode too, Um, but numerology comes into play. So it's not necessarily the same for every, like, like a 10 of swords is not Mm. at all the same as a 10 of cups. 10 of swords is like a kind of scary card sometimes because it's, it's pretty intense, but a 10 of cups is really good emotionally. So you do have to kind of learn them too. Interesting. So it's yeah. not like a 10 is always going to be a, a good card. Not yeah. that there's good and bad cards, but it's the same as yeah. signs where there are cards that people think, oh, this is a bad card or this is a good card. And a lot of people read cards upside down. I don't read reverse cards, but a lot of people do. And um, explain that. I don't know what it means reading a card upside down. So if you're doing tarot and you are, um, you don't really, you know, like how you shuffle cards, they can go either way, but Mm -hmm. like with, Mm -hmm. you know, with a a tarot card like this, there's clearly a right side up and Mm -hmm. then an upside down. And Mm -hmm. so if some people, if they get it upside down, they read that as, as like a different meaning. And oftentimes it's thought of as like a negative meaning, but the way that I've learned it, um, is that uh, the card has this has all of it like the card has a positive and negative meaning just like a zodiac sign has evolved and unevolved qualities like as mm. a sagittarius i have the positive and negative qualities but which one am i acting on right now so when i get this card am i like based on intuition based on all of the cards surrounding it am i reading the more positive qualities or the more negative qualities but some people like to uh read reversals and they'll take the reversed meaning of it if it shows up upside down interesting i th- I think that's silly the upside <laughs> down take because i mean like you could put all the cards and make sure they're all the right way in the deck as you're laying them out so they're all going to be facing the right way yeah and they're going to be that meaning to you then then it's like well or accidentally put it the other mm, i don't know <laughs> i like your way i think it's stupid sorry not stupid you do you <laughs> astrology listeners and tarot practice 
<laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> For once, it's the Libra sharing strong opinions. No, <laughs> which means it's right. <laughs> which means it's less messy. So I think that that's why you like it. True. Yes. Um. Anyways, so yeah. The each of the suits are associated with an element, and then there are the court cards. So I'm just going to show you it in wands because I have them right here. So uh, the court cards, you have the page, which I think can, is associated with a jack, but I don't know that for sure because I forgot that there aren't knights in a regular one. Um, but you have the knights as well, and then you have the queens, and you have the kings. So those are considered court cards because like, you know, in royalty and such, they make up the royal court. Those are pretty. Yeah. Aren't they fun? Um, If you're watching this, this is the the Art Nouveau tarot deck. You know, I think I think that's a fun thing about tarot, which I mean, you could do with a regular deck of cards too but there's just so many fun designs oh yeah and like, like you can get like, let's super see artistic with them and... this pile back here behind me is sky high with tarot decks we'll get to them because you time. just need them i do um so yeah there <laughs> there are court cards so you have again pages knights queens and kings and it kind of evolves like the energy kind of evolves so you know pages are like an adolescent energy knights are a kind of you know like an I guess a more mature energy, but still kind of reckless and questing. And then Queens have definitely got their shit together. They're really responsible. And then Kings are the ones that everybody looks up to. So, but um, now wait, we have some confusion there because in a regular deck of cards, there are no Knights. It's either pages or Jacks, Queens and Kings. What are the Knights? They are the ones like in any deck, they're going to be riding the horse. They're always questing. And we'll get to what each of those means. I have it. I got you. I got you. So there, um, but there are no knights in a deck of cards, unless it's jacks and knights that are the same and not the pages. Yeah, it might be jacks and knights that are the same. I'm not, I'm not positive on that. I thought there were knights in a regular deck of cards because that's how worldly I am at this moment. Um, <laughs> Tara's like, no. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I mean, I don't know what a jack is and I don't know what a page is. So perhaps they are one in the same. Yeah. I, I don't know, but okay. I've never heard of a knight being in a deck of cards okay well i feel like in <laughs> i again this could be the game tarot that french people play or this could be a regular playing deck but i know that there is valet which would be page cavalier which is a knight like that's the word that means knight and then there's uh like king and queen, king and queen. yeah mm. so um but one thing that i forgot to say at the very beginning of this is that basically all of the signs associated, they're generally agreed upon, the ones we're going to get into, but most of this knowledge is coming from Sheila Height. Uh, she is uh, my tarot and astrology teacher, but she also has an awesome book that I totally recommend, The Infinite Tarot. And um, so the when we're associating things or whenever, I, if I'm ever reading something, quoting it, it's from Sheila Height. She's awesome. You should follow her on social media. And um and she is the one who like wrote out some of the, the notes that I'm sharing. So just giving her credit. But yeah, so if we're going over pages, the pages is like the court cards. And these are associated with uh, zodiac signs. So if you're doing a tarot reading and you get 
a page of wands. That would be an Aries energy. A page of cups is cancer. So wands, fire. So that's why it's associated with Aries. Page of cups is cancer. Page of swords is Gemini. And page of pentacles is Taurus. And there's not really a mode associated with those. I feel like that's just the energy that those cards are given. What do you mean a mode? What does that mean? Like a cardinal fixed mutable. Oh, oh, I forgot that's called mode. Mode. And um, so now we have a game for Tara to play. I know. Um, I see that. I just saw that like a second ago (laughs) and I got really nervous. Like, oh, God. (laughs) They're going to test. We can always edit shit out. Um, So (laughs) (laughs) no. All right. right. Knights, knights, the knights in tarot. So I'm going to hold up a knight. Let's hold him up. All right. Cavalier, a knight. He's on a horse. He's questing. All knights are questing. They're on adventures. And so. All night long. And knights. Okay. So let me see. So you want to know. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Go on. (laughs) This is chaotic. <laughs> all knights, all knights have mutable energy. So that's been really helpful for me because when I like I'm doing tarot and I get a knight, I'm like, okay, I know mutable mutable energy, and knights normally have mutable energy. So we know what mutable signs are, and we know that wands are fire, cups are water, swords are air, and pentacles are earth. So tell me. What would what's the sign associated with the Knight of Wands? Okay, wands are fire. Yes. Yes. Okay. And a knight is mutable, so that would make it a little saggy, no? Yay! Yes. <laughs> and so knight then- of wands is Sagittarius, but okay. And so, yeah, what would a Knight of Cups be? That would be a. Mutable water sign, mm-hmm. which is there's a lot of pressure on me right now. It's I can edit out some cancer pauses. and it's not Scorpio. Uh uh-uh. uh. It's our little fishy. So it would be Pisces. Yeah. So the Knight right? of Cups okay. is associated with Pisces, and Knight of Cups is also seen as like this is the- like math. This is like <laughs> I gotta I gotta go back and refer back to my notes and see which one corresponds with what. Okay. Yeah. So, so knight of swords. swords now. So we know knights swords are mutable. Is a mutable air sign is Gemini? Yay. But I I'm thought a, yeah. The page of swords is Gemini. Yeah, there's so many cards. They're going to be associated with more than one. Gotcha. And yeah. then the knight of tentacles. The knight of tentacles? Mm. <laughs> so mutable tentacles. earth. Mutable earth would be Virgo. Yeah. So for nights, it's mutable energy. And then you associate it with the element. Mm. And then, yeah. So how are we feeling about that? See, I like it. And I'm, and okay. And then we have the queen, the queen is, queens are associated with elements and, or modes and kings as well. Modes. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's not for the pages. So, um, so just not for the pages. They just got whatever random one. Well, yeah. It's like the kind of like pages are very like young adolescent, like just becoming aware of things type of energy. So like, you know, sometimes an Aries is going to be more associated with. And those are the first four signs. Yeah. 
Well, there we go. Right? Yeah. Okay. So they're the new ones of, yeah, sure. Um, the Bebes. The, the Bebe of Wands. The Bebe of Wands. So it is a little bit debatable for queens if they're fixed energy or cardinal energy, but for the sake of this podcast, we're sticking with them being fixed energy. And that's how I think of them. If you think of them differently, you do you. Why is it debatable? Because sometimes. Who debates this? Um, uh, Everyone. No, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's a big thing. Uh, no, it's just that sometimes. Big controversy in tarot. It's like a queen of wands. So if we're saying that for this, they're fixed. Okay. So all of the Queens are fixed and all of the Queens. Um, I'm going to show you a queen here. The Queens are always, here's the queen of wands. The Queens are always sitting down. Like the Queens are sitting in all of the cards. So that also is like the Kings are sitting as well, but the Queens are very like, they're the behind the scenes getting things done. And so they're very, they're very sturdy, I guess. Um, and they, but, but they're also getting things done. So sometimes stable. they're seen as they're very stable, but they're also can be mm. seen as cardinal energy. So like, it kind of depends on like, it's also like tarot isn't exactly like astrology where it's more math related. It's a lot more intuitive related. Like if you see a queen of wands and instead of a Leo, you're getting Aries energy, then you do you, but just for the sake of this and like to help kind of, um, remember, we're going to go with fixed energy. So queen of wands, like I said, we have a queen. So fixed, we have wands, which is fire. So we have Leo. So how about you do this one? So a queen of cups, fixed, the fixed water. water sign is Scorpio. Exactly. And then we have queen of swords. So the fixed air sign is Aquarius. Mm-hmm. And then queen of pentacles would be the fixed earth sign. Taurus? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then for the sake of this episode too, we're saying that kings for tarot are cardinal energy, cardinal signs. So then the king of wands is Aries. The king of cups is Cancer. The king of swords is Libra. Yeah, the king of swords. And um, I am. And the king of pentacles is Capricorn. So, yeah. So I have two things to say. Tell I think me. it's interesting that Knights, Knight of Wands is Sagittarius because it's just like Sierra is a horse and Knights ride a horse. Mm-hmm. And also Wands just like, yeah, of course, Wands <laughs> goes with you. Are you just such a horse? Thank you. <laughs> You really are. It's wild. I love uh, it. Because you are the Chinese zodiac, you're of the horse. I know. You're the Sagittarius. Yeah. Horse, human, horseman. And then you're the Knight of Wands. Like, yep. Jeez. I know. You should get a horse tattoo. Which leads me to my second thing. <laughs> if you have a boring zodiac sign, not that I symbol like Libra's scales. And like how they say, oh, Leos and Scorpios have are the most likely to get tattoos of yeah, whatever. But like, you're not going to see a scale tattoo very often. Like yeah. if you want a Zodiac tattoo or just like something that kind of like goes with it, like for Libra, great? get king. a King of Swords. Yeah. 
Or if you vibe with Queen of Swords, you can do that or too. Or Queen of Swords. Or if you want to like go back to basics, King of Spades or yeah. Queen of Spades. Yeah. Would yeah. be the Libra cards. Yeah. You're so right. That's yeah. kind of fun. And then we're going to get into the meat and potatoes of this, which and is like the other really fun ones. Yeah. The okay. Other really fun ones. So, okay. If yeah, you're so still with us. <laughs> That was a lot, but that is mm. like the regular playing deck of cards, let's say. Now we're getting into mm. the part that sets tarot apart from a regular deck of cards, okay? Hey, Tara. Did you know that your name kind of sounds like the word tarot? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of tarot... There's a really cool shop called Tarot and Time that is so much more than just a shop. You are right. Tarot and Time is a tarot and astrology service with a brick and mortar store located in Kent, Connecticut for all your metaphysical, herbal and tarot needs. Their herbal and holistic approach to tarot and astrology is extremely welcoming. Their website includes videos of each reader so you can find the right match for you. And they offer in-person or distanced via Zoom, tarot, and astrology readings. Prices are very reasonable, starting at $25 for a 15-minute reading. I've had multiple readings from Tarot and Time, both in person and online. When I was in the U.S., I've been in their actual shop. And when I've been here in France, I've been able to coordinate it fine doing the readings online. Yeah, I had one in person, uh, one in person reading, and it actually changed my mind about tarot readings. I wasn't a huge fan of them before, but after my reading, I kind of changed my mind about it and I like them now. Yeah, so you can do easy booking online at tarotintime.com. That's T-A-R-O-T-I-N-T-H-Y-M-E.com. Yes. What is it called when it's just the basic card? Like what we just went into. So Minor the, Arcana. But does that have a name? Like, you know how there's Oracle cards? Is that what those are? No, that's tarot cards. This, these are all okay. tarot cards because they're the suit of uh, wands, cups, pentacles, mm -hmm. and swords. They're tarot cards. They are just the minors. It's like, um, you know one through king is it's considered the minors because they're yeah, all but doesn't doesn't oracle leave out cards like or something they don't have as many as a tarot deck oracle or am I thinking is of something else oracle cards are literally anything they're anything that like you could make a deck that has 10 cards and they could be oh. fairies and they could be called oracle cards you could have 50 cards and they're all different vikings and or you could just have it okay. be like oracle cards are very they normally have a message on them they're normally like you mm -hmm. know the sun is shining on a new day like there's mm -hmm. something a little bit of like a a kind of motto to go with your day um and gotcha. they're and they're mostly like guidance of you know of some sort whereas this is very much like a they're kind of like a give me a happy overview of how my day is gonna go Whereas mm -hmm. tarot cards are like, I want to know what this person thought about me seven years ago on July 29th. You know, like it's like you can get as specific AF to get some mm -hmm. answers here. So that's why there's mm -hmm. more cards. Okay. Um, yeah. So the major arcana, and these are the ones that probably are familiar to people if you know a little bit about tarot. So they are um, 
as we're getting into them, really cool way to associate them with astrology. All the things we just went over, the ace through the king, all of those court cards and everything. The minor arcana is associated with the inner planets. So the inner planets, like this, well, the sun through Mars. Yeah. Yeah. Then you get to the gas giants. Exactly. So Mm. the inner planets are more of the major, sorry, the minor arcana, the ones we just went over because they affect like everyday things and they change pretty frequently. So if you're doing Mm. a tarot reading and you get a two of pentacles, you get a three of swords, whatever it is, that's kind of, you know, maybe that's that energy is happening right now. Probably won't still be happening tomorrow. Certainly not next week. Same thing with like just how the inner planets change and move pretty often, you know, especially mm-hmm. the moon. So then we have the major arcana, which is the ones that you probably heard about. And they are associated with the outer planets, just like by concept, not just, you know, planet, but like by concept, because major arcana they affect things for longer. The energy is longer lasting. If you get a major arcana in a tarot reading that you're doing, that energy is going to last for longer, just like the the outer planets in our charts are going to last for longer. So uh, you know some of these major arcana. Yeah, I know a lot of them. I like them. Yeah. So they yeah. go from zero to 21. There are 22 cards, but they go from zero to 21. And so I didn't realize they have numbers. Yes, they do have numbers. And if you do know numerology at all, everybody has a association with their uh, numerology life path. So like I'm a life path seven, because if you add up all the numbers in my birthday and boil it down, I'm a seven. So the, the card, the major arcana card I'm associated with is the chariot, but we can get into that. But if you're a numerology person, really freaking cool and useful for tarot because the numbers, there's numbers in all of it. It's very, very numbery. So shall we start with, do you want to go back and forth with me? Yes, but I have another question. Yeah. Do people ever do, I'm sure they do. I'm sure it's done all different ways, but is it like a typical way to only use the major arcana in a reading some people do yeah some people are like that's and especially where they're like forget the wands the swords the pentacles whatever get that out of here i just want the big players yeah and also a lot of times in a in like different tarot spreads like you could do one where you just pull three cards you could do one where you pull like seven like sometimes specific ones will be like put a major make sure you shuffle your majors take the majors separately and shuffle your majors and pull major cards for these things because they are big life energies so if you're Mm. doing one like if you want to find out like your spirit guide you know or what a card that represents you you don't want to be like I'm a two of pentacles. You want to be like, I'm the freaking empress. You know, you want to have like a a major vibe. So yeah, absolutely. I would say when people are learning tarot, they start with the majors just to like really learn them because they're the, you know, they're the main major ones, but um, you get more details. It's like, it's almost like these are the, these are the nouns, but you still need the adjectives and verbs sometimes, you know? Um, Gotcha. Yeah. So yeah, we shall, we shall go through. I'll hold them up and you want to tell me, we're going to tell you, tell you the, uh, Zodiac sign associated with the major arcana and then the planet. 
And um, sometimes they have more than one. So, yep. I shall start with zero, which is the fool. And the fool is Aquarius. Uh, so associated with Uranus. So anything Uranus is a unexpected AF and this dude's about to jump off a cliff. So uh, very Aquarius. I love energy. it. I feel like it was just like insult after insult to be Aquarius on that one. You're a fool. You're associated with Uranus. You're going to jump off a cliff. Typical Aquarius. <laughs> it's a really good card. <laughs> but this is a good card. Don't worry. It is a good it's card. A card. About to jump off into the unknown. Yeah, okay. okay. All right. <laughs> okay. That right. was the, and that's a big old zero. Yeah. Okay. So now we have number one, the magician, which is associated with oh, I love this. Gemini yes. and Mercury. Yeah. And like he has bit closer, all, bit closer. Bit closer. Yes. He's got all of the elements there. So it's like, you know, he's got everything. and he's like pulling his little Harry Potter like. Wands to the sky. One to the ready. Yeah. 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 And so then we have number two, which is the high priestess. And the high priestess is associated with cancer and the moon. She's even got like moons on her hat and moon at her feet. So yeah. I like that. And then we okay. have number three, the empress, which is associated with Taurus and Venus. And fun fact, the empress is always pregnant in, um, in the, like you, sometimes you can tell more than others, but that's like part of her energy is she's like the mothering energy. So, um, yeah, there's the empress. Interesting. And then we have, so like, sorry, gotta stop. If you got like the empress Mm -hmm. and like the 10 of cups Mm -hmm. and just like, that's like major family vibes. Oh yeah. And if like, like yeah, if someone was like, you know, go doing a tarot reading and like, uh, is this the year that I'm going to start my family? You get the Empress and the Ten of Cups. Heck yes. You know, like mm. I'm not saying that like everything like I mean, there's still free will. There's still, you know, but um, mm. as far as like a pretty good idea of what's going to happen, the Empress and the Ten of Cups. Yeah. Yeah. Babies being made. Interesting. Yeah. Babies being made. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Okay. And, and then we have uh, four, the emperor, which is associated with Aries. You can even see the rams in that picture. Most of the time, the emperor has like rams going on. You see it right here? Yeah, I do. And so, yeah, it's like he's like, but he's also like, if you want to bring numerology into it, the emperor is a four. And so that's like stable AF. He's a stable dude. He's dad energy. Yeah. Okay. Number five, the Hierophant. Yes. Did I say that right? Hierophant, yeah. Hierophant. Yeah. Um, Taurus, Venus, also Sagittarius and Jupiter. Indeed. So um, I always think of this as a Sagittarius card, personally, because he's like the but, teacher. What? Am I wrong? Is, is Sagittarius... What planet goes with Sagittarius? Jupiter. What planet goes with Leo? The sun. Oh, yeah. yeah we Damn. had this discussion before. I cannot get that straight because Jupiter is just so like the center of attention, but it's like, no, no, no. The sun is the center yeah. of attention. Yeah. Sorry. Forget I said anything. <laughs> <laughs> 
But yes, yeah, so this is the Hierophant. He's um, like Taurus Venus, but I totally see him as Sagittarius because he's like this normally like a religious figure, but like very much a teacher figure um, and getting messages from uh, the universe and sharing the knowledge with others. So that's the Hierophant. Hierophant sounds like Elephant. Elephant. And then we have the Lovers. The Lovers is associated with Gemini and Mercury. And everybody thinks this is like, oh my God, it's actual lovers, love and romance. But actually it has a lot to do with responsibility and two sides of things, you know, because like it takes two to be in a relationship. It takes two for there to be lovers. And, um, and a lot of times like responsibility and mature choices is what's lacking in relationships. So yeah, it's not always just like, oh my God, I got the lover's card. This person likes me. It's like, well, are you making responsible choices, Gemini? Like who decided that? Who decided that the lovers would be about responsibility? Why not make it the, I don't know, what's something that's responsible? Well, lovers should be responsible. (laughs) I guess so, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So like, why not love me love? It can be. What you're going to be. It can be. Oh, it can? Yeah. Oh. It can be just like, I mean, if it could be just like love, but it's also very oftentimes needing some mature, responsible choices. Cat moon. Cat moon. Okay. What's next? Number the seven. The chariot. Number yeah. seven. The chariot. And what's it associated with? with? Cancer and moon. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. I was looking at this card earlier and it's got like these sphinx have major boobs going on. And I was like, well, cancer does rule the boobs. So there we go. But um, yeah. So like I said, if if you're a numerology person um, and you know your life path, like I'm a seven, even though I'm not a cancer, like this is my life path card is the chariot because my life path is seven. So mm-hmm. there we go. Cancer. Okay. So we have uh, number eight, which is strength, which is like a lady with a freaking lion. So that's going to be associated with Leo and the sun. And, um, and yeah, that's a, that's a good example of one though, where it's like, it means a lot of different things. It's like, it means strength and inner courage, or it could mean you need to find some, you know, it could mm. mean like, so that's like the kind of reverse meaning type of thing, or maybe you need to show some strength, or maybe you need to gain some strength or, you know, depending on what the question is, maybe you need to be strong for somebody else. Maybe, mm. you know, you need to help someone else be strong. So it's just, it could mean a lot of different, like, you know, depending on the position, but I love that that one's like literally a lion in the picture. So heck yes, that's a Leo card, you know? Is it usually a lion on there? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Every strength card has got, well, uh, every traditional one has a lion. That's interesting. So like it's, it's known like what goes along with what Zodiac thing. Yeah. 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 There's a couple, like when we mentioned like one or two on here where it's like, well, it, it could be this energy, but it also shows this energy. But I mean, strength with a lion like Leo. Come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. And now we have the hermit. So associated with Virgo and Mercury, also Capricorn and Pisces. Yeah. And what's really funny is that my mom's life path 
is nine. Mm. And this mm. is card number nine, which is the hermit. And, and it's also, and she's a Capricorn. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, but like, I always think Capricorn when I think of the hermit, just, I think I'm, I'm biased because of my mom, but it could also be Virgo and could also be Pisces. But I think Virgos and Pisces enjoy being hermits as well. Yep. And it's also, it's like learning in your own solitude, but like the, mm. the hermit here, like the light that he's carrying in his lantern, it's like, he like lit it from like his own inner light. So it's very mm. much like the only way you can see on these dark paths is for you to be your own light type of thing. So I think that that works for all three of those signs, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we have, where are we? Oh, the wheel of fortune. And if you see, if you're watching this, like you can see, it goes T A R O T A R O T A R O T A R O T. You see it? I do. And yeah. I thought you were going to spell my name T A R O. But yeah, the wheel of fortune and lucky me, it's Sagittarius um, and Jupiter. Jupiter. So. But this is, again, like one of those cards where it's like this, no matter what, it means that things are changing. So it can mean like Mm. your luck is changing for the better or it could be like, you know, things are getting shaken up. Is that the right word? Past tense. Mm. Um, Yeah. So either way, things are changing. And normally it's for the good. But like if you're reading, uh, doing a reading for someone and you just get like a bad feeling about it, it's like maybe you should back up your computer. (laughs) You know, like because mm. things are changing or maybe you should, you know, redo your resume because I don't know if that job's so stable. So um, but it could mean like you literally are going to win the lottery. So, okay. yeah. What's um in between where it, on that card it says T-A-R-O? What's like there's um in between those other symbols that I uh, forgot to look up beforehand, even though it, it would have been a good idea. I don't even like are they they're just symbols. Yeah, it probably means something. I just don't know. And is it like a compass in the middle? Kind of looks look, like a it. Kind of looks like it. Yeah, that would be a cool tattoo, right? Yeah, I've thought about it. Would be appropriate for you. Twood, twood, twood. Okay, so okay. that's ten, and now we have eleven. Eleven justice, justice, Libra and Venus, obviously. Like how freaking perfect is that? Come on, you know, and also really cool fact again, like how I said, my mom is a numerology life path nine and a hermit Capricorn. Tara is a life path 11 and justice is number 11. And so if you weren't already a triple Libra, here's let's throw in a fourth, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. you're right. So, I mean, she's literally holding scales. Um, but we talked about this a little bit before where it's like, justice doesn't always mean like, this is right. This is wrong. It's like making things fair. So, Mm. and she's holding a sword. And so reminder that sword is air energy, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Mm Mm-hmm. Very Mm. cool. And now we have, um, 12 is the hanged man. And if you're not watching this, that sounds scary, but I promise you it's not. Um, he's hanging by his foot and the hanged man is associated with Pisces and Neptune. And if you're watching this, like he's got like a quite a happy, like happy doodle dandy little face going on. He's the hanged man's always there by choice. So it's like a divine pause. It's like, um, 
taking time to see things from a different perspective. So, you know, that thing, I don't think it's considered exercise, but I just remember the commercial with like these old people would lay on this board yes. that would just flip yes. over yes. and they'd hang by their feet and they'd be like, good for your, your lumbar and your stretching and yes. all that and your back. And he yes. reminds me of that where he's happy to be upside down. Totally that. Like, yay, I'm flipped over. Yes. It's exactly that. And it's like, uh, it's divine delay. It's pause. It's like, uh, it's this like Pisces energy. Also Pisces rules the feet and he's hanging by his foot. So Mm. he is just like, you know, it could be a, you should wait before applying for that job because a better one's going to come along. Or it could be like, have you just been waiting? Mm. (laughs) You know, like, are you just chilling there? So, but yeah, the hanged man, it sounds scary, but it's also like, he's always there by choice and either he has a key to unlock the thing or he has the ability to get himself down. So, yeah. See, that's, that's difficult to interpret though, where it's like, should I apply for this job? And you get the hanged man and Mm -hmm. it's like, is it telling you, yes, you should wait. Or is it saying you've been waiting? That's the really interesting and difficult Mm. and cool thing about tarot because you Mm -hmm. have to normally you don't just pull one card Mm -hmm. and also you have to interpret like did you ask a specific enough question where did you place it like like next to other things and also what is your intuition telling you because like normally Mm -hmm. your intuition's right so and like Mm -hmm. if yeah but you can it's up for interpretation so yeah it's tricky it's cool yeah interesting and Mm. then we have <laughs> tell me number 13 death death scorpio yeah and pluto yeah so everybody gets really freaked out when the if like death comes up it is not a scary card it doesn't mean somebody's dying but it could mean like the end of something or the re- like rebirth of something new the end of something beginning of something new it definitely i mean it's pluto it's it's scorpio scorpios aren't scary but scorpios are like well i mean you know scorpios could be scary death could be scary but it's also like transformational energy it's pluto it's like you know destroy it rebuild it type of thing so with with death though i am always like oh nice okay cool what transformations happening to me today and you know like i pull a card every single morning and you know what happened you know what card i pulled the day that i fell down the fucking stairs this summer was it death it was but see that's like not like comforting (laughs) i know i know But here's the thing is that most people are like, oh, my God, it's so scary. And then normally it's like this great new transformation. And then you have weirdo Sierra like, oh, my God, I got death today. What kind of transformation am I going to go through? Oh, oh, you're going to transform into a cripple is what you're going to do. That's that's your transformation mm. today. But um, yeah, that was the card I pulled when I fell down the stairs. But also I've pulled that card when like, you know, like the end of something and the beginning of something new. And sometimes it's something little and sometimes it's like, you know, it could mean like the end of a friendship, beginning of a new friendship. It could mean the end of bad eating habits, you know, like it could be transforming your perspective on something. So, yeah. So very Scorpio energy where it's like a little bit misunderstood. Hmm. Yeah. It could be the start of something, something new. new. Go back to last so year. Has to musical episode with you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Musical analysis last fall. Go ahead. Go back. Go listen to it. Check it out. Okay. 
Troy's a Libra. Okay. All right. So <laughs> as is Zach Efron. Oof. Which like he's not though. He's not. Like he's gotta be a Taurus. He's gotta be a Taurus. <laughs> Oof. Okay, anyways. Um we have <laughs> number, where am I? Number 14. This is gonna be a long ass episode. Thanks for hanging with yeah. us. Number 14 is <laughs> temperance. So mm. this is another Sagittarius card ruled by Jupiter. And this one's always tricky for me uh, because I don't like quite connect it to Sagittarius energy. It's, I, it's not that I don't agree. It's that I'm working on connecting it. But temperance is very like, it almost feels a little more Libra to me. But like there's a balance going on. Like she's got one foot in the water, one foot on land. She's pouring into this cup, into that cup. But Apparently there's a lot of that like evolved Sagittarius energy of like bringing all things together, lots of learned things and looking out for others and pouring from your cup into somebody else's (laughs) cup to bring joy. So I like how it's like a chill card and you're like, I don't relate to this. This is not what Sagittarius is. (laughs) It's like, I've like literally asked this question multiple times in class. I'm like, please explain to me how temperance is Sagittarius, but clearly I need to learn that. That is something I need to learn. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe it's something that Sagittarians like aspire to. to. Yeah. Mm. I think it is Mm -hmm. very evolved. Like temperance is like evolved AF and very, um, yeah, very chill. So just as the Scorpios aspire to death. Hmm. You must aspire temperance. Scorpios, do you aspire to death? Is that is that your vibe? Is that is that your vibe? Um, I mean, maybe. Did you maybe. have a goth phase? <laughs> uh, we told that story in Scorpio season, but can we just tell it again? Because it's so funny. Go ahead. Um, we were coming up with questions for our Scorpio guests, and Sierra said, texted to me, we need questions for Scorpio guests. And I don't think there was even that long of a gap in between when you asked and when I answered, because usually there is, usually I don't reply right away. And I answered pretty quickly. And I said, one of the questions was, did you have a goth phase? And Sierra just answered all the questions and then said, why are you asking me these things? (laughs) So did you have a goth phase? Maybe in high school for a minute, why are you asking me these things? I swear that's my Gemini Mars being like, I need these answers. I'm going to go do something for three minutes Mm -hmm. unrelated. (laughs) I'm going to come back to this. Why the fuck is Tara asking me if I had a goth phase? I mean, maybe for a minute there. (laughs) You're like you three minutes ago asked me to help come up with questions for Scorpio season. I'm I'm not understanding why you're answering me. (laughs) Ooh. Ooh, okay. Moving on. This is going to be a long one. (laughs) Future Sierra is going to be cringing as I edit. Okay. Um, 15. Another one that everybody just loves to get. The devil. The devil. He is evil. No, he's not evil. Um, (laughs) Associated with Capricorn and Saturn. Yeah. So he's even got like those, uh, those horns, like, um, those cap horns cap horns Um, horns this particular card does look evil af devil's not evil it's It's a little sexual don't you think it is very sexual like his legs are spread his legs are spread there's always like a you know two like chained lovers down there it's actually very similar setup to the lovers card it's capricorn associated because it's all of like 
the rules and regulation and government and very um like contracts and like you you said something about like Ursula we mentioned in the in the um villains episode how she like signed the contract you know it's like that kind of stuff like the devils in the details type of thing and also this was a uh, another quote from uh Sheila Height, uh, her book where this is the card of is the screwing you're getting worth the screwing you're getting so it's like if mm. uh yeah if you're getting some really good uh sexy time from someone but you're getting like emotionally fucked is it worth it you know like it's very much uh um that type of energy of a card which is like capricorn in a way where it's like are you climbing up the the chain in you know your business but are you doing it in a moral way are you doing it in a way that you know feeds your soul or is it just feeding your bank account and is that is that what you want if it is that's okay but it's kind of like the material things it's associated with too so that's how it like ties into that capricorn energy it doesn't mean all mm. capricorns are the devil it like i feel like that's why capricorns also have that bad rep attached to it but um Mm -hmm. it's also the practical thing too like the contracts and the government stuff yeah yeah and then we have the most feared card of the tarot which is the tower the tower rapunzel rapunzel (laughs) we do an airplane episode oh god that would be so good but even longer than this one um, it would be longer. Yeah. Yeah. That okay. would be really funny. It would be an airplane really episode. If you haven't seen airplane, I don't know if I suggest watching it or not, but if you have seen it, I suggest watching it. It's a good movie. It's so good, but like, it's so twisted. Um, oh yes. Very yeah. twisted, but like definitely a classic. If I you guess. enjoy Sierra Tara twistedness, then <laughs> it's for you. Um, so Uh, the tower is associated with Mm. aquarius and uranus but important to note that almost every single like tarot person will associate this with mars and scorpio or aries so it is not it is an aquarius card and the reason why people used to associate it with more of a Mars energy is because they didn't discover Uranus yet. And it was like the only planet that could like match that type of energy of this card, but it is intense. But the thing that makes it Aquarius and not Aries or Scorpio is because it's unexpected AF. So like the tower is like, you never know it's unexpected change it's completely like throws you off your game which is what Aquarius is best at doing where you're like where did that even come from so the tower card is the most feared card but um it doesn't have to be bad like it could be it's just unexpected it's just not what you think is going to happen it could totally like uproot your entire life or it could be like oh my gosh I thought I was just going to sit home today and suddenly I got invited to do all of these fun things and then I won the fucking lottery and then I ended up getting a new job where I signed a contract for you know like it's just like completely- and you're going to Disneyland going to Disneyland. <laughs> seriously if you got like that would be the perfect event to happen you get the tower card and then you like you get a phone call and it's like, Hey, pack your bags. We're going to Disneyland. Like, absolutely. But it could also be like, if this card here, if you're looking, you know, the house has been destroyed, you know, so it could be either one unexpected though. Cool. But I then, always pictured the tower of, um, from Lord of the Rings with the eye. At the top. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Mm. 
Uh, I bet there's a Lord of the Rings tarot deck and that's on the tower card. There must be. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Although there aren't enough ladies in that. Like, where would you put for all the queens? True. Like, is Galadriel going to be on every one of them? Arwen? Eowyn? Arwen. Um, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Well, for those still well, there's got to be other characters. Yeah. <laughs> For those still here, we have we have five left and we're going to bust through them. And don't worry, Aquarius, if you're like, what the heck? I have to be the tower. You also get to be the star. So number 17 is the star. So also Aquarius energy. And it means Aquarius also got. um, Oh, the fool. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. (laughs) Aquarius is a fool, the tower and the star. But it's like Mm. it's not trying to divide it up equally. It's like these are the energies you know, that they're given off. Mm. So uh, this is also hope. It's like the biggest, like faith and hope. And, um, mm-hmm. and I mean, if you're looking, she, she's the water bearer, you know, look at her. Mm. Just like Aquarius. So this is a great one. It's like, don't lose hope. After the tower crashes and burns, the sky clears, the stars come out. So, mm. yeah. That's nice. Yeah. And then we have, after the stars come, the moon. I know that kind of looks like a sun in this one, but it is a moon, I promise. With the wolves. With the wolves and the lobster. Something about like lobsters like like grow or shed their shells or do something weird, but by moon phases. Really? Yeah. I don't know all the it's details about that, but with the moon. Yeah. So now we got wars, wine, lobsters. Yeah. The moon affects them all. Yeah. Go back to our moon episode. You'll know what I'm talking about. Good stuff. Moon episode. Good stuff. So the moon is associated with Pisces. And it's so random because like you'd think moon and cancer, like it's the actual moon. I know. And it mm. is weird. But the reason why is because the energy of the moon is very like foggy. And it's also intuitive AF. It's super intuitive. It's like mm. the ruler of all feminine things. But and it's Pisces also is the psychic sign. Pisces is a psychic sign. And also Pisces is like the culmination of all the sign, the watery signs before it too. So this is like the epitome of like the intuitive energies. And it's also um, misunderstood. The, the moon card is misunderstood. And it, it was like totally because of like a feminist like thing where it was like, oh, like this is a, the ruler of feminine things. And we're going to make it scary and mysterious because ladies are scary and mysterious and we don't want to give them power. And then it's like the moon card is really fucking cool. But, but like men made people afraid of it and it's not a scary card it's a really cool card but it is foggy and sometimes it is like uh unclear but so is intuition sometimes so there you go the moon card pisces Mm. yeah Mm -hmm. and then after the moon comes the sun the sun with a happy baby now see leo and the sun i know i know you know. I know. I know. You know. I do. I do. <laughs> Leo and the sun. So is that a um, bebe and a it horse? Is a bebe riding a horse. So if someone is like, hey, am I gonna have a family this year? And you get a card that's like the Empress, the Ten of Cups, and the Sun, Bebe's on board, you know? So <laughs> this <laughs> it's the sun, it's shining energy, it's illuminating things, it's giving light, you know. Um mm-hmm. It's uh, but then 
because there's always a flip side of everything. You know, maybe you need to shed some light on the situation. Maybe you're keeping it all in and you need to shed some light on the situation. So just putting that Mm. perspective in there too. Also, it's just really, it's just really cool when you're doing a tarot reading and it's like, what if you got the sun and you also got strength and then you also got the queen of wands. It's like, where's the Leo in your life? Or you need to be near a Leo in your life. Cause once you know what they're associated with, you can really find like the connections, like it's just very, they're all similar energies, but just showing up in different ways, just like the Zodiac signs. So here's a question before we finish. Um, now you, if you were to do like a tarot reading for someone, whatever, um, and say the question was like, um, am I going to get that promotion at work? I'm really like hoping for it. Mm -hmm. And you got all these like types of cards, like the sun, mm-hmm. the 10 of cups and the empress. Mm-hmm. Now, normally you would think that's like family and making babies. Right. But that's not what the question was about at all. Mm-hmm. Now you as a tarot reader, would you be like, are you sure you're not starting a family or would you try to like connect that to that promotion? Well, or both. I have, I have two answers to that. One of them, okay. if, if someone asked me, will I get that promotion? I would encourage them and help them rephrase that question because I don't say, how do I go about getting that promotion? How do I go about getting it? And to be really specific, to Mm -hmm. be like, what do I need to do within the next week? Like to Mm -hmm. have the best chance at getting this promotion, blah, blah, blah. And if that's what your question is, the cards go to the question. So even if you got the sun and you got the Mm -hmm. 10 of cups and um, what's the other one, the Empress, you know, I mm-hmm. would think that it would relate to more like you need to shine a light on all of your qualities as a nurturing, caregiving person, and that you make this mm. company feel like they are one big family. You need to emphasize that part of, you know what I mean? Like bringing mm. it back to the question. Gotcha. That was a good question that you asked. Thanks. That's a good yeah. answer. <laughs> family feud. Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> Is it on the board? <laughs> Show me potato salad. <laughs> Don't watch me. <laughs> I have no idea what you're saying. There's a lot of references there. I hope somebody does. <laughs> Family Feud is great, though. If you All don't right. watch it, go watch it. Good to know. Ten <laughs> <laughs> of Cups, potato salad. Okay. Um, I don't know who just said what. Is it me who just said the sun or you? Um, I think I did. All right. You've so been doing gonna... the evens. So cool. yes. So we're now on to 20. And 20 is judgment. And mm, judgment is associated. Close. Uh, close, close. Judgment is associated with Scorpio and Pluto. So again, there's this rebirth element. And so what the heck is going on here? Are they in a boat? And it's no. like they're literally like coming out of their graves. Oh, it looks like they're in boats and there's like an angry angel, like, you know, on judgment day. Maybe I should like a, a, rec- a reckoning situation. It is a reckoning situation. That's what it is. It's like a so judgment is like. Shine- yeah. And it's like also like, you know, it's judgment day, but it's also like shining a light on the dark parts of things like, OK, Scorpio has all that darkness there, but, but, you know, evolved Scorpios or certain, like, it doesn't, you don't have to be an evolved Scorpio 
and do this. You can be an involved Scorpio and not do this, but Scorpios have the ability to bring up the dark and hard topics and, and, and talk about them. So Hmm. like judgment is very much like, we're not going to move forward until we recognize what happened in the past, where we came from, what's going on here so that we can move forward. Mm-hmm. At least that's how I interpret it. I think that this is a hard one that people have a hard concept with, but that's, or it's a hard concept for people to grasp myself included, but that's where I go with it. We're like shining a light down. Let's play some music, raise up the spirits and be like, we acknowledge you. We see you. Let's take the good stuff, not forgetting the bad stuff, but let's take the good stuff, learn from the bad stuff and move forward. Cheers, sure. Scorpio. Yeah. Mm. And then the last the one, final card, the final card, which is sometimes seen as the best card in the deck, even though, you know, you can't say there are good or bad cards, but like this one's pretty great is number 21, the world, the world. Capricorn and yeah. Saturn. Yeah. So this is like, you know how we always talk about with Saturn, there's one side restriction, one side abundance. So like devil restriction, signing contracts, like the people are chained in that picture. This Saturn, this is abundance. This is literally like the world is your oyster. Everything is open to you. And like, if you're a symbology person, like this lady's not wearing clothes. She's not enclosed in a, in a room or in a space. She's like totally free and she doesn't have to, you know, identify with any one thing. And, um, and so it's really like, yeah, the world is your oyster. So everything that you've worked for, you, you know, have now achieved. Hmm. Yeah. So now you have like, there's two sides to each card. Mm-hmm. Are there cards that have like, this card is the opposite to this card. Like, like the sun and the moon, like mm-hmm. judgment and temperance. Is there, mm-hmm. are there pairings or not, not so much? I would I'm sure say you probably could. There's an even amount, right? There's an even amount, but it's also like, okay, I know you were like given like, you know, you're getting all sassy with the fool, but the fool, like the major arcanas are considered like the fool's journey. Like he goes through and meets all of these major arcanas. That's why he's zero. <gasps> and they all are they should numbers. make a storybook. They should yeah. make a kid's storybook. Yeah. They probably, I mean, like, I wouldn't be surprised if that exists already, but like it's the fool is going through and meeting each of these. And so like that's the Aquarius, like, you know, that's why it's really cool that it's actually like Aquarius is the fool and it's like unexpected journey. It's like Frodo or Bilbo, whichever one, both of them, but. Which is why they so should Bilbo. make a Lord of the Rings tarot deck if they haven't already. I bet you that Bilbo's the fool if they, if they have. Do one, you, you know? think? Yeah. I want like a story now. I, at yeah. first I thought like a kid's illustrated book, but now I'm like, no, it's got to be a chapter book where they meet each person and yeah. like it teaches them something along the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. yeah. So does it exist? It should. It should. We should look it up. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, there's that like unexpected journey that the fool is going on unexpected because it's Aquarius and it's Uranus energy. We don't know what's happening. And then um, the fool goes and learns all of these things through all of these people, all of these arcanas, these major arcanas. So it's like, that's why arcana is secret and like major secret. So he's going through and learning all the things. And then, you know, you get to the world at the end and then you kind of start all back at the beginning. 
Yeah, and now I'm just trying to think of how like you integrate the the four suits, the mm-hmm. wands, cups, swords, and pentacles. But like, do you integrate them or are they just kind of like their own thing? Oh, you totally integrate them. I mean, everything like I, what's a really cool thing that you can do is if you are doing a tarot reading and you say you put out, like you do a spread, you have six cards and you have wands, swords, and pentacles, but you don't have Mm -hmm. any cups or, and with majors included, you don't have anything associated with water in your Mm. spread you can totally notice that and be like that happened one time I was doing a reading and I was like there's no (laughs) emotion going on here they were like that's the issue (laughs) I was like Mm. oh okay well that's Mm -hmm. great that you know I noticed that but um but yeah so it it all goes together you can notice like wow there's so much fire here or maybe there's lacking fire somewhere or maybe there's no swords and you're like wow you need like what is missing here is some actual thought behind all of this as opposed to just feeling an action you know so um Mm -hmm. So it really is cool to know what elements are associated, what signs are associated. If you're a tarot person and you're like, I don't care about the, you know, Zodiac associated and it's working for you, then that's totally cool. But for, I don't know, for me, I find it really, really helpful to be like, that's something that my brain just likes astrology so much that when I'm doing tarot, it's like, oh, wow. Okay. So I got, you know, the hermit. What kind mm-hmm. of maybe Virgo-y, Capricorn-y energy do we have going on here? Um, or, you know, we have uh, we have like death. So we've got some sort of Scorpio transformation. There's deep things, whatever it is, we know it's going deep. Mm-hmm. Um, plus the the minors with those, you know, all the ones we talked about before, it all it all goes together. Mm-hmm. So how are we feeling? I think, I think this is very interesting. And I like that I got a lesson on it because you know me and my somewhat aversion to tarot and I want to like it. And then like, sometimes I have no feelings on it. And then sometimes I'm like, no, I don't like it. (laughs) I don't know. It's weird. And then I get like the weird, like, do you cleanse your cards? Yeah. Because I think that's important too, or that I know it's nowhere near this, but how they say it's like, you're opening up a door when you do it. I cleanse myself more than my cards. Okay. Yeah. I would do both. I think it's like, I also, I think it also, everything does come down to intention, but you're right. But Mm -hmm. you are right. I know you're going to say like the Ouija board thing, how it's like opening a portal. Well, yeah. Well, they say it's like similar, but a Ouija board is like, you're opening like a, like a big gate. And this is like, just like a peephole. Yeah. And and like the thing that I think is different is that if somebody came to you and just asked you a question and they were like, what should I do for this job interview? And you thought about it and like, you're like, well, logically I, I would do this and this, but then you have that thing in the back of your brain and your gut that you're like, I would do this instead you know like that's Mm -hmm. basically like when you that's what tarot is is like when you lay it out you've learned enough of the information to kind of confirm it and I feel like at some point people get to the point with their intuition and with their like abilities where they're like I already know the answer but it's really nice that I can like show this person this card and like hold it up to Mm -hmm. them and be like do you see right here um Mm -hmm. also sometimes when we don't know the answer for something and we can't access that intuition part of it it's nice to be like let me look 
at this picture. Okay. This is a freaking hand holding a wand and it is bright and it is like mm. blinding and okay. So I need to like show up and, you know, um, yeah. but I think that it's different from like a Ouija board because a Ouija board, you're literally, yeah. Like you're opening like a portal. Whereas mm-hmm. this is kind of like, it's already, it's almost like a way to express what it's you It's opening your portal mm-hmm. as opposed mm-hmm. to opening a portal to something unknown. Mm-hmm. So like, if you're a crystally person, I got, where is it? Is it here? I got my selenite wand over here that I'll be like, mm-hmm. cleanse me, you know? <laughs> you spritz um, your moon water on yourself. I know. Right. You know? Yeah. So, but it's very cool. I mm. highly recommend it. And I also feel like there's going to be people listening. If you've even made it through this far, this was long guys. I thought it was going to be mm. a quickie. Um, but that, you know, are totally like, well, I am okay with astrology, but now you're talking crazy here with tarot. And it's like, it's really not that far off in a way. It's, it's just a different way of interpreting things instead of interpreting your placements. It's like, you're interpreting situation you're interpreting the pictures Mm. and you're using Mm -hmm. you know tools that you already have in your belt like you know some a lot of people use color theory when they're reading tarot cards and it's like wow this card is so much red where's the anger here or like this is yellow you need to communicate you need more communication with people um so like there's yeah there's color theory behind tarot there's numerology for sure like if you get all like fours in your reading you would be like wow there's stability here hardcore stability because four is like a number of stability and groundedness so mm-hmm. you know like you bring in numerology you bring in the color theory you bring in astrology um yeah but i totally if you have never given it a thought you totally should because if you've been listening you know a lot about astrology now and you can apply a lot of what you know about astrology to tarot. Yeah. Tis true. Tis. Tis. Yeah. So maybe maybe we'll convince tarot to uh, dive a little bit more into tarot. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe, maybe it's Lord I, of the Rings. I kind of keep it casual, you know? Same yeah. with astrology. I'm casual about it. Yeah. You know, we have a casual relationship. Yeah. <laughs> It's a little more casual than your relationship with astrology. <laughs> yeah. Um, or no, I would say I'm more casual with astrology and I'm a little bit more standoffish with tarot. Got but, it. Um, Got but it. Yeah. So, you know, I like I like this, though. I like going through and seeing what each one means. So thank you for educating me and our listeners today. Oh, yes. Well, you're very yes. welcome. Thanks for asking great questions. And maybe, uh, I don't know, I feel like a numerology one could be cool to see what What's associated with that? That would be cool. And numerology is fun. I feel like yeah. it's it's cool because it's so about you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's very, it goes, it's like a different way of, you know, you can do your, you can figure out your Enneagram or your uh, Myers-Briggs, but those are almost like quizzes that you take, but like mm-hmm. astrology and numerology, it's like, no, the day you were born determines this done. Like this mm-hmm. is you. Mm-hmm. Fun stuff, fun stuff. It is fun stuff. Yeah. Well, thanks for sticking with us through all of this. Uh, if you did, you should definitely leave us a comment and um, and write down uh, like what your what's your card? What are you associated with? 
And there's a couple. You'll have a couple. Yeah, it could be a couple. At least two, right? Yeah. And also, uh, if you're looking for tattoo ideas, as Tara said, you're a Libra, you, you don't want to get scales. Yes. I mean, you could get justice. You could you could go ahead and go all the way back to playing cards. You could uh yeah. Yeah. I have mixed feelings about the justice card because like, I like that uh, my life path is an 11 and justice is the 11 card, but it's just another person with scales. That's who you are. Yeah. And the chariot, <laughs> which is like, which is another fun thing. It is fun. It is fun. It's also like, uh, the chariot's like two sphinx, like that want to go in two different directions and like the person driving it. Say? Oh, the fun lighting came back. Well, I, it, it happens. It's like, it just happens. I don't know. I like it. It's so weird, but I love it. I wish I looked like this the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I think oh. we're like, I don't know what time the sun sets right now. Six something, but we're close to sunset. So it's, it's midnight for me and mm. I should go. <laughs> All right. Peace out. Why are we talking about this? <laughs> abrupt ending to a long ass episode <laughs> by the stars made me do it i'm good with that i think that's okay funny. that's <laughs> <laughs>